You're listening to Illuminate Your Practice, a podcast designed for docs on a mission to align their life and practice. I'm your host, Dr. Christy Wick. I'm a practicing chiropractor, CEO, mom boss, and interior design junkie. I've worked with hundreds of DCs to grow their practices with patients they love, teams that are loyal, and profits that continue to grow. I think we can all agree that your practice isn't truly thriving until your life and business are coexisting in harmony. So if you're ready to bring your whole self to practice, you're in the right place. Let's jump in. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Illuminate Your Practice. I hope you are having an amazing day wherever you are. So today's episode is going to be brought to you by some really amazing squad members. So honestly, squad wins. So my clients' wins are happening every single week. But some of the things that touch me the most tend to happen in batches. And I bet that that happens to you with patients too. And so over the last few weeks, I have just been getting some amazing messages, things that are making me reflective and in awe of the amazing work that these women are doing. And so today's episode, I'm going to read you a little something here to kick things off. And this is so shout out to Lindsay. I can easily say her first name. I didn't ask her to share, but (laughs) she'll be okay. So Lindsay sent me a text not too long ago and said, we had a record week last week and Friday alone was a record too. I have come so far and I know that you flipped the switch for me. And this is a text thread I'm reading you. And I said, yay, you deserve it all. You put in the effort and made so many changes. You should be so proud. And she said, I'm so happy with this year, but no, it is just the beginning, really focusing on an even bigger year-end goal. You helped me take the steps I didn't think I could and encouraged healing I didn't know I needed. So thank you. Oh, girl, the healing I didn't know I needed, it got me. It got me. And I have specifically been thinking about this win this week because this amazing woman recently hired a CA and she has been navigating leadership and growth and all of those things in this new season of practice. And she has so much to be proud of. And I really hope that all of you have had some contemplative moments about maybe the healing that you don't know you need. You know, what's deep in there that you need some help uncovering? If you want to have a chat about it, head on over to the link in either my IG bio or the show notes, and you can sign up for a discovery call. And one of our amazing coaches will walk you through potentially how the squad could be the answer to finding the healing that you didn't know you needed. So good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, so if you're an avid listener, you've been with me on this team trajectory. I've talked quite a bit about team things lately. And part of that is because I am very deep into creating content for an upcoming team event for my clients. So an exclusive one-day virtual event for themselves and their entire team. And so the topic today comes from that 
team avenue as well. I figured we'll keep it rolling. And this is going to be a very conversational one as well. So I wish I was sitting with all of you in person because I'd ask you to raise your hands. (laughs) I'd say, raise your hand if any of you have struggled with the line between being a boss and being a friend. And I can imagine all of your hands going up in the air right now. This is something that I personally think is a more common phenomenon among women in leadership. And especially in our situation where, you know, we went to school for something entirely different. We didn't, you know, go to school with the thought process of building a team and leading a team. We certainly didn't have a lot of insight on that in our educational process, you know, as compared to if we were to go to, say, business school, right? So I know that this is something that I am not the only person that has struggled with. And so I thought I would throw out a few concepts and thoughts today for your pondering pleasure, just to think about how to navigate this as you move forward. So first and foremost, I'll say what I've seen in this phenomenon is you tend to err more on one end, far end of the spectrum or the other with this scenario, just meaning you tend to be in the friend land more and you really struggle to hold team members accountable to understand how to have those hard conversations with them, you that's a chronic problem for you. So you're over there. Or you land way on the other side of the spectrum and maybe sometimes you feel like you're too harsh. You are really stuck in all or nothing land with your team. You have trouble connecting with them. You have trouble motivating them beyond just being very straight, you know, just like kind of dictating when things are due and, you know, what needs to happen and you're very cut and dry and just consistently talking about what needs to get done and super goal-driven and stuck. And I think you likely just err on one side or another, mainly due to your wiring. So however your personality shows up in the day-to-day is probably how you tend to default in leadership mode within your practice. You're either defaulting to being a really, really more straightforward boss, rigid, or you are a people-pleasing boss. And, you know, some people obviously oscillate back and forth. And I would say that that's me. And so I think that I'm a little bit more of the exception to the rule based on my experience in coaching others. And so over the last now, you know, 13.5 years of leading people, I wanted to talk a little bit about some thoughts and some action steps that you could take to try to find a happy middle ground. Because Typically, anything that you land on one side or another of the spectrum or you wildly swing between the two ends of the spectrum, finding true health and ease always lands in the middle. It's right down the middle. And honestly, 
consistently staying there can take a lot of hard work and a lot of intention and a lot of consistent action steps to really uncover why you land on one side or another or why you're flipping back and forth so much. And this is one of the biggest reasons why things like this are difficult for people because it's often the last thing on their mind until it becomes a problem. So for those of you in the friend zone, not in that way, but you know what I mean. (laughs) How many of you feel super frustrated when all of a sudden there's something really big that happens in the practice and you feel like you're banging your head against the wall because you don't understand how to get through to them, your team or single team member, whatever it is, that this is important and you mean business. And it's all of a sudden you find yourself in this big scenario and you're confused as to why they're not taking you more seriously. That's a symptom of you having been in the friend zone for too long. Or the opposite end of the spectrum, how many of you feel like you can find yourself in situations where you just feel disconnected and the mission is not in alignment with your team and you feel like you're on an island all by yourself trying to make things happen because, you know, maybe other people are doing jobs, but no one seems to be pulling towards the mission with you. You feel really lonely And that is a symptom, in my opinion, of being in that more black and white, rigid boss mode for too long. So finding that middle ground and honestly, first giving yourself permission in the history of our profession, it's I've talked about this before. Most of what we have learned and adopted in different avenues is a very masculine way of leading. And so First and foremost, I want you to come to terms with the fact that probably, depending on who you are, but probably the majority of you have an inclination that you would like to be close. You'd like to have some sort of different relationship other than just, you know, boss and employee with your team. And that is healthy. It's healthy. And so for all of you that have kind of come from the world of, you know, well, you can't be their friend and da-da-da-da-da, and you need to, you know, search your authority, yada, yada. I want you to try your best to quiet that in the back of your mind and make friends with the fact that you want to make friends with your team. And we're going to talk a little bit about how to go about that. Not how to make friends, but how to make sure that it's not a problem. All right. So here's what I've learned over the years. As I mentioned, I was the kind of the the swinger from, gosh, this, uh, there's really weird <laughs> things coming out. Sorry. Again, not in that way. I was oscillating back and forth between rigid boss and friend. And I think there's two conflicting sides of me. There is a very com- you know, competitive, driven, action-oriented perfectionist in there. And I've talked about that on the podcast before. And then there's also some people-pleasing tendencies, which is kind of a weird combo if you think about it. 
I definitely know people that have similar personalities to me. They can move forward without feeling like they need to people please so frequently. So in my back and forth, what I have learned as the number one tip I'm going to give you today is structure is one of the most important things to ensure that you can stay in that middle ground where you still have a really healthy leadership relationship, but you also have that open door policy where you're building a deeper foundation with your team members and you're showing them that you care. And by structure, I mean, you have to have some way to ensure that you are not only having the hard conversations that you would in boss mode, but you are also checking in and connecting and relating to the human moments that are happening. The check-ins and human moments are likely easier for many of you, but I know some people where it's the opposite. You know, they find it easier to have the straightforward conversation. So whomever you are, I want to invite you to create a structure around the side that you struggle with. And that might feel cold and insensitive. So let's say that you land more in boss mode. If you create some sort of like structure for checking in on life that, you know, for those of you listening that are that that's easy for you, you might be like, oh, that feels gross. But I can tell you for the people that are a bit less emotional and they operate more, you know, on fact and analysis and They just don't think necessarily to bring those things up. I can be that person at different times. It's really healthy for you to add a section to your meeting agenda about personal wins or personal challenges, because this is how you create a strong team foundation is via these different levels of connection. So that's one area where you could put it is you could put it in your team meeting. Maybe you want to schedule like every three weeks, you go to lunch with your team members offsite and you don't talk about work at all. It's like a no work zone. And that way you can catch up and you can feel connected with their lives and you can support them. Because if there's one thing I know, I know that all of you want to support your team members. You want to be there for them. You want to understand them. And you want them to feel excited to come to a place every day and not only make an impact with you, but you want them to feel appreciated at all levels. And this human connection and friend zone is important to that. And then let's say you struggle with the other side. The structure for that is even easier. Are you having team meetings? Are you having individual check-ins where you're sitting down and you're laying out goals for them together? You're laying, you know, setting goals for that team member each quarter. You're asking them how they performed the prior quarter. You're having potentially weekly, just quick checkpoints to talk about tasks and to either give them praise or give them some praise and constructive criticism. What does your, you know, daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly cadence look like for giving them that leadership feedback. So if you land more in the, for lack of a better word, we'll say lax mode, 
you're more just kind of showing up and having fun together and you're very connected, but maybe you're struggling to get them to accomplish what you'd like them to, what kind of structure do you have in place to make sure that they understand what your expectations are and you feel comfortable and confident that you have a place upcoming that you can give them constructive feedback? Because it is difficult when you have that friend relationship, giving feedback can be really, really hard. And even after all these years, I still struggle with this because when I give feedback, it is the most straightforward. I do not have a single bone in my body that allows me to make it soft. (laughs) I try really hard, but I think it still often comes out more straightforward than it needs to. And there's still times to this day where then I worry about that. I feel like I need to send a follow-up message and, you know, apologize if I came off too direct. But honestly, that pull inside of you, when you finally start to hold people accountable and you have a structure around it, if you're feeling a pull of trying to kind of pull it back, in my opinion, that is a sign that you are in the middle zone, that you're still honoring and appreciating them and the relationship you have with them, the connection you have with them on a personal level. But you also are still the boss. You're still the leader. And it is your responsibility to say what is and is not acceptable and what does need to happen. So that pull inside you in my mind, means you're doing something right. The same thing goes for the other end. If you are trying now to learn more about them and connect with them at a deeper level, and you feel like maybe that prevents you sometimes from always, you know, talking about what needs to quote unquote get done, and you all of a sudden have a fear that things aren't going to get done. If you err more on that side, that's also healthy and normal to feel like, oh my gosh, if I just, you know, take a break to connect with them, then all these balls are going to drop and things aren't going to get done and they're not going to move forward. That's not true. And that's not real because the right people that find their way onto your team do not need you to constantly tell them what's going on. Sometimes, not constantly. And same for the the other aspect. They also don't need to be constantly connected to you personally. You need to find a structure that works for you and a happy medium that works for you. And I'm also going to just throw out that I'd love to have you give yourself permission that as you are on this journey, you talk to them about this process. So if you find that you land more on one side or another, Tell them that about yourself. Just you being willing to be honest and vulnerable and share that you know you can be maybe a little bit more harsh or maybe you struggle to talk about the the constructive things and you just gloss over those important conversations because you don't want to have that discussion. Tell them about that. That point of self-awareness is a huge way to build a deeper relationship with them and a way to inspire them to start learning more about themselves so that everyone is coming to work doing things to help understand how they operate so that the communication level can grow and improve. So my hope for you 
is that you will spend some time thinking through this and where you land on the spectrum that I just chatted about. And you would have an honest conversation with your team about how you're going to try to move forward. And you're going to come up with a structural plan. And you're going to start executing that plan and seeing how it feels. And in the moment, if you're a people pleaser and in the moment you need to have a hard conversation, just know that those hard conversations are there to challenge you and improve your leadership. And in the moment, if you're struggling to get out of work mode and have fun and connect with your people, know that that's there to help round you out as a leader, to bring different sides of you to the table so that the connection feels more authentic than ever. And I guarantee you, the more you work on these team concepts, this is a little insight into what I'm going to share. You get a little uh, behind the scenes peek, but the more you work on team communication and connection and structure direction, the more impact you will make in practice. I guarantee it. I have seen it time and time again that if you're struggling in practice, oftentimes that foundational communication is off. So work on the structure. Also give yourself permission that it's not going to be perfect. So I have a structure that Sometimes I fall off the wagon with life happens. I mean, right now I'm in the throes of some crazy health things and lots of responsibilities on top of not feeling my best. And so I've had to have honest conversations more on the fly instead of in a structure that I would prefer. And so give yourself permission to call audibles, but Create a structure and do your best to start implementing that now so that you can move forward and feel confident that you can be their friend and their leader all at the same time. Be human. That should be our moral of the story as a leader. You certainly can cast aside that old mantra of, you know, getting too close to them, being their friend is going to create a problem likely only if you're not willing to hold yourself accountable to still having the hard conversations. Okay. All right. So I think I fell off the quote wagon. I don't remember, to be honest, but I'm going to leave you with a quote. It's a Brene Brown quote, and it says, we don't have to do all of it alone. We were never meant to. So do yourself a favor, let people in, let them see that you are not a perfect leader. Let them understand what you're trying to accomplish in your leadership style and, you know, enroll them in this new structure so that all of you can work together to feel like your team communication and foundation is better than ever. Have a fantabulous rest of your day. And I will talk to you next week here on Illuminate Your Practice.